0: Wow, do we have something to tech about, where every episode focuses on the way students create digital evidence of active learning.
1: As a Google for Education district, students and educators alike have free, unlimited access to apps that support creativity, collaboration, communication, and critical thinking, all elements of 21st century active learning.
0: We are Google for Education certified trainers, Drew and Angie with Something something to to Tech about. About.
1: Happy New Year! (laughs) (laughs) We want to wish everyone a Happy New Year as we gear up for another season of Something to Tech About. Have you made your resolutions yet? Well, Whether you have or not, we would love for you to add listening to our podcast to your list. And we think this new season will give you something to tech about. Yes, it's 2020 and we will be offering
0: digital evidence of active learning or deal with it challenges. The more deal with it challenges you accept, the more tools you will have to support your students as they think critically, work collaboratively, stimulate creativity and practice communicating all 21st century learning skills. Are you ready to accept our first deal with it challenge?
1: Have you tried Flipgrid? Flipgrid's a website that allows teachers to create grids and facilitate video discussions to give students a voice in their learning. Want to elevate student engagement? We highly recommend using Flipgrid. Get started with Flipgrid.com.
0: Welcome to episode one of season three. Three. (laughs) Um, We're excited to be back and again, Happy New Year. Our first, I guess, point of discussion um, is going to be
1: the Chrome Chrome
0: browser. browser. And this will fold into our first deal with it challenge. So, Angie, let's talk about the Chrome browser and
1: kind of what it is, what benefits there are to using it, and Um, sure okay yeah well there's lots of browsers you can choose from for one thing right i won't name all the others but (laughs) you know there are others you can choose from um and chrome if you're going to be using a lot of google apps then use the browser that is compatible yeah Um, they seem to play nice together exactly Um, chrome is pretty well known for having a, a faster interface and as long as you do some things like you know keeping your tabs to a somewhat minimum and maybe not running too many extensions at a time it'll keep things fast for you so, you know, using an incognito mode is really kind of an interesting idea, though, because if you share a device with somebody, there might be times when you don't want your history to be known. Like if you're Christmas shopping or things like that, I'm going to keep this on an innocent level. <laughs> um, but students also know about incognito mode and teachers need to be aware of it so that they can be sure that students are actually in the browser that they're signed into on a regular basis. Right.
0: I think that's a good note for parents as well. Yes.
1: Um, because... Um, Students and children
0: in general can flip to incognito mode, and parents need to be made aware of that also. One of the other things I really like about using the Chrome browser um, is being able to sync across multiple devices.
1: I sign into Chrome on every device.
0: Every device, yes. Unless I'm
1: in a shared device. Mm -hmm.
0: So that's um, one thing to keep in mind, too. Some benefits. What are some, you know, some benefits? I think. A big one is how customizable Google Chrome browser is. Um, it has its own web store where you can grab your apps, extensions, different themes, graphics. You can even create your own themes as well. The for the classroom, the apps and extensions really come into play. They can um, be very
1: powerful to help with help aid with learning and presenting tools and things yes, like that. Yes,
0: yes. Angie, did you know? Did I know? Did I don't you know? know? That you can pin your most frequently visited tabs um, when you're signed into Chrome? I knew that,
1: but I have to say I don't do it enough. And for anyone that works in a situation where you have all of your tabs open one day and then you go home, you come back to work the next day, and all everything's gone. Your computer's been logged off. It's really nice to be able to open that back up and have the tabs you need.
0: Yes, and when you pin it, it actually goes to the far left side of your, your line of tabs. So it just stays there. So if you're working on something and if you need to keep checking, like, a, a reference page or something, it's easy access just to click back and forth. Um, there's a lot of those hidden features within Chrome that are uh, can help with productivity, whether teachers, students, parents, business um, folks. So, um, what else? I see I'm, I'm looking at you. Well,
1: I just pinned a bunch of tabs while you were talking. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so I was thinking, hmm, should we tell them how to pin a tab? So, it's really pretty easy. You just right click on the tab that you have open and then select pin. Um, and while Drew was explaining why she liked that, I just went ahead and pinned three tabs I'm going to need for tomorrow. So, there you go. <laughs> and I'm not
0: quite sure if you close out Chrome. Altogether, I don't think they'll come back. I can't promise you that. But if you do not close out Chrome, they'll stay there.
1: Oh, uh-huh. won't, won't, won't. Okay. <laughs> I won't do that now since we're recording. I won't close out our stuff. <laughs> but.
0: Connect with us on your favorite social media channel. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at STTechAbout. And another thing.
1: I happen to love the Omnibox. I mean, mm. did you know you can search right from the Omnibox, for example, without having to go ahead and open a new tab? I see kids do this all the time. They open a new tab and then type www.google.com. Yes. And then they search in that big search box in the center.
0: Yes. Um, just search straight from the Omnibox. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to do the www. You can just you can type in a question and you're going to get... Um, results.
1: Yeah, and if you're thinking, what the heck's an omnibox? Ah, it's
0: well, your AKA the address box. That's where all the the URLs are located.
1: It's pretty powerful.
0: Yeah. So our challenge, our deal with it challenge. Um, we want you to be sure to check it out on our website at somethingtotechabout.com. And what you can expect with this particular challenge is that um, we break down a lot of the most important and often hidden gems of Chrome into small chunks. And it's approximately, what, 25 to 30 challenges all in
1: one spreadsheet. Something like that. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I can't remember exactly, but And I don't have it pulled up right now. It's not one of my pin tabs. (laughs) So when you get to our challenge, you'll just need to make a copy of the spreadsheet and then work through the list. We have a a column for you to check off your progress as you go. And um, you could do it all in one sitting or do a few at a time and then um, come back as often as you like. And...
0: Um, This is something um, that you could also make a copy and supply to your students. Maybe once you learn more about Chrome browser, go ahead and make a copy, assign it in Google Classroom and let them work through it as
1: well. Yeah, sharing is caring. Give it to your parents. Give it to your neighbor. Give it to your your coworker (laughs) who still doesn't know how to use Chrome. You know, anybody can benefit.
0: And if you complete the challenge, let us know what you think on our website at somethingtotechabout.com. There you
1: go.